Space Riders Galaxy of Brutality. And the proper synopsis is... An ancient evil is gathering power throughout the cosmos, and it falls upon the legendary Space Riders to kick its ass. I love it. It's not the head of our bear for the adult generation. Um, but having disbanded the crew of Captain Pellegro, Mono, and Yara, must you reunite what may be their final ride. The cult classic comic that electrified comic readers in the brain returns to blast your fragile human psyche into oblivion. Yo, the, the, the quick ad copy they put at the end there is always extra, extra, like, grandiose. But I really think they're trying to get the message across for this one, because this was Space Ride. It's, it's a, about a um, a, uh, a crew of spacefaring. I won't, I won't call them heroes. I won't call them, like, you know, pirates or anything. I'll just say they're spacefaring um, mercenaries, you know? And the mission pops up. Business needs to be handled. And this one had a unique take of being very um okay this one had a unique take of uh being very centered in latin culture like that was a new thing for me dude um consider just to put that in perspective if anyone's familiar with uh, serenity or firefly a really famous uh, work by joss whedon in that uh universe the um spacefaring uh, uh, adventures of mankind uh, split into two uh, cultures because two cultures became prominent in space and that is the western United States and China not just the east but specifically China and that's why you get in the future in space everyone speaks English and Chinese imagine if instead of uh, China this one, um, this society featured I don't know I want to say Mexico Mexico, Puerto Rico anything that, that's related directly to latin culture dude this book was interesting man it didn't wow me per se and that's mostly because i dig that this is an indie comic this is coming from indie comic roots but the writing definitely reflected that you know the artwork especially reflected that and every page of this looked like a 1970s acid trip album that's awesome that's i don't know man you know that's cool for an album cover but dude we're talking page after page of like you know bright purples fuchsias you know deep yellows that are just like in your face constantly it muddles the artwork man oh yeah you trying i'm sure you're trying to give me fight scenes where it's like get these elongated arms and stuff looking like something out of um did you ever read uh did you ever read the original tick comics or uh megaton man i did not okay uh, Megaton Man was drawn very oh even better um, one of the X books X Factor when they started doing that more indie you know hollow eyed uh, madman look uh, style artwork nah no none of those none all right well uh, it's a very unique style that isn't really seen much Madman was actually a good on throughout I'm gonna stick with that realm because Madman was Madman was a specific comic about a single dude you know white jumpsuit kind of nuts but. The art style is what really made that book stand out. This is like the, I don't know, bastard younger brother of that style, you know? Uh, lazier version? Yeah, pretty much, man. And I don't hold it against him. I understand it's it's going for a niche audience. But you lose that mass appeal when every page looks like I'm missing the black light to go with it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's a mature reader's book, so I can definitely understand why they would go for uh, more uh, uh, hardcore 
uh, uh, language in the in the storyline breakdown, the action, quote unquote. But it kind of lost me after, like, very soon after a few pages. You know, going through this whole thing, it's very disjointed, and that's what bugged me because I'm like, I was looking forward to this. I'm like, yo, the concept, the cats, they call space riders. You know, space riders and adventures in space and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, this is like, you know, space goes for adults. Let's do it. Bung, bung. And instead, I'm just trying to follow this like, okay, they met this dude's mother and she's some kind of space queen. And his father's like a legendary hero and pirate, but also like a deadbeat dad. So like dude from the Star Jammers? No, not quite, because he had his own team that he was very loyal to and stayed with. And they had their own like family loyalty thing. And it turns out the mother really broke out and tried to do her own thing in space. Oh, like, um... How to Train Your Dragon 2 for a cause. Nah, man. She just really wanted to explore and see new places. And the whole thing kind of seemed like it was a too many cooks situation. I mean, I understand from the writers, there was only, you know, a couple of people involved here. But it seems like they just had so many ideas that were thrown in. It was a hodgepodge that just went really, really wrong. And I had high hopes that were kind of dashed. It's not bad, but it's really steeped in um, knowing uh, the history of these characters are being really attached to them, where if you're not, if you're a new reader trying to come in fresh, you don't really get any kind of, you know, attachment to the story. It's muddled. It's hard to follow. It's murky at times. Wait, and then, um, who, who was the, the publisher, writer, and artist? Oh, I actually got that here, Herb. Thank you for asking. It was written by Fabian Wrangle Jr. and uh, Alexis Zurich. And these are cats who have worked together before. They actually reunited uh, to work on this title. So I'm guessing this fabled earlier version the cats were talking about that I unfortunately wasn't able to find info on was done by these same dudes. And I love that when original creators come back to do, you know, a new uh, chapter on a work that they've uh, established before and gotten successful because it worked for Deadpool. You know, uh, whenever Fabian, um, oh, gee, I, uh, Nicieza, I finally found the proper way to pronounce that. So Fabian Nicieza and, uh, Rob Liefeld. And, dude, it hurts. It personally hurt because those cats, I don't like either of them solo, but when they come back on a title like Deadpool and actually do good work, it's awesome. This, I thought, okay, maybe after a couple, you know, issues, I'll see what really made this book some, 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 some serious shiz. And then by the end, it still didn't like capture me. Everything seemed like really hard to follow. It was kind of like, oddly enough, Johnny will appreciate this, following a Transformers book. <laughs> yeah, dude. The Transformers do good things, and this one didn't necessarily. Johnny, you seem to have something to say. I had nothing to say. I was trying to think of something to say. But... <laughs> no, it's okay. I won't hold it against you, man. I won't put you on the spot. I've had those where it's like, oh, I, 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 I got to interject with a comment. Ah, man. <laughs> you know, I've been there. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, to, to Transformers' uh, defense, when uh, DW was like printing that comic book, that was a really cool storyline. No, true, true. I'm not hating on all Transformers. And IDW did some decent work. I don't like the direction they took G.I. Joe uh, in. Even before IDW, DW, man. You remember that? Mm, how far back are we talking? Like, uh, like right before IDW took over the Transformers name. Mm-hmm. That's a little before my time. I started reading the Transformers comics from IDW after uh, I started reading the G.I. Joe, and that was their big come up, you know? So yeah, the book yeah. you're talking about came, that was like way before. Yeah, me. that was where like, uh, um, the, um, oh crap, I forgot the name of the books, but they're really good books. I'm sorry. All right, no, no, it's all good. Actually, that was around, we actually talked about this before the show when I was giving y'all the rundown. That was, that was when I was reading Chaos Comics. Ah, uh, nice. Which is the sense I got when I first started this one. I'm like, this seems 
like it's got a lore behind it, but it's also on some deep indie. I'm going to see some boobs and I'm going to get a hardcore story and I'm going to see some more boobs in this. And I was kind of disappointed when you saw a boob here and there. That was there. But everything was bright, like pink and deep blue. I love blue, but I'm like not on everything but this dude's eyes on a panel. You know, it got weird, man. And the whole thing felt like I was really trying to stare hard at the uh, back of a Parliament Funkadelic uh, album cover and find like where Waldo, you know? Ah, that's interesting, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those you got to see to believe. I'm giving a lot of like random random uh, adjectives here, but what I'm getting at is the story was hard to follow. The artwork was out there and didn't really mesh with the story type, and it lost me right off the bat and didn't win me over by the end. You know, um, it's called Space Riders Galaxy of Brutality. If you have any history with the uh, with the line of the franchise or the uh, the writers, Fabian Wrangle Jr. or uh, Alexis Zurich, then, yeah, maybe you want to pick this up. But for any general comic readers, especially those not familiar with this title, I would say pass. And that hurts for indie comics. I love to promote those when everyone's all about DC and Marvel. But, yo, it is what it is, man. Yeah. 